sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. It's the G to the U to the R to the U. Monday, December 21st, 2020th, man. And this is Monday Morning Football with the Guru. As always, man, I appreciate y'all for joining me. And first of all, I want to wish y'all a happy Christmas. You know what I'm saying? No, no, take that back. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. A Merry Christmas, man. Look at me, man. I said a happy Christmas. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of, man? It's, I'm just showing my immigrantness, man. Y'all remember, y'all might not know this. Y'all remember this movie called um, um, Coming to America with Eddie Murphy? Y'all kids might not know this, man. Like, it's like you just show your immigrantness. You know when you say certain things, you know you, know you just learned the language, but yet the natives don't use that term, but you use it because it's like the formal way of saying it. So I'm like, happy Christmas. But you know damn well ain't nobody say happy Christmas, dog. They say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, man. My bad, man. It reminded me of Eddie Murphy. There was a scene in that movie, man. It was hilarious, right? When Eddie Murphy was like in New York City and he came out the window, right? And then he was yelling to his neighbor. He's like, good morning, my neighbors, right? Just new to America, whatever. And then his neighbors replied back, right? And he was like, shut, fuck you, shut the hell up, right? So just a rude New Yorker. And then Eddie Murphy was like, yes, yes, fuck you too. <laughs> Not know what the hell he was talking about, man. Oh, man. My bad, man. I just went on a tangent, man. I just, basically what I'm saying is Merry Christmas. And thank you for joining and listening to Monday Morning Football. <laughs> oh, man. We have an intense show today. We have an intense show, and I can't wait. I can't wait to get started on this show, man. I can't wait. So we're not going to wait any longer. You know, like I said, I can't wait. So we're not going to wait any longer because you know why? I can't wait, so I'm not going to let y'all wait, man. So we're going to start straight up, man, from the, from the Buffalo Bills taking on the Denver Broncos, man. This was the Saturday game. And, dude, I was in love with this situation. We having Saturday football. I felt like I was in love. I felt like there was football all week, man. So the Saturday football game between the upstart Buffalo Bills against the uh, we don't even know who the Denver Broncos what the heck they are right they just they're just a, a, a team just in mediocrity right they're not going nowhere they're just stuck in a in a in a rat race like they like to say in the world the Denver Broncos are stuck in a rat race and the Buffalo Bills are ascending but you know when I was watching this game. You know, I was sipping some wine. I was chilling, relaxing, because it was a Saturday, early Saturday for the West Coast, right? And then I was listening to some R&B music. Yes, R&B, Rhythm of Blue. I don't listen to that, that rap, that nonsense. Nah, the guru is old. I'm in my 30s, dog. I don't be rapping. Not the only rap I do is, is Christmas gift, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't be listening to no rap, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, I just rap, rap. Yeah, yeah, I rap, rap. If you don't get it, you don't get it. So check this out. While, while I was listening to my Usher track, right, and there was this one song that, that one of my favorite songs. The name of the song is called "You Remind Me." You know what I'm saying? While I was watching the Bills game, I was listening to the track called "You Remind Me." And if you don't know this song, man, you know what? Hey, producer, are we allowed to put this song on right now, or is that a copyright situation? Oh, well, copyright. Oh, well, she just said it's a copyright situation. Well, you know what? I'm gonna sing it for y'all, man. 
I'm gonna tell you how the Buffalo Bills remind me of an Usher song that calls his name of the song is called You Remind Me. All right, so the lyrics go like this the first 10 seconds, 15, 20 seconds of the lyrics is just it shows me who the Buffalo Bills are, dog. So the lyrics go like this is like the same things that caught my eyes is the same things that makes me change you, my mind. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, look at how powerful that is. Buffalo, the same thing that caught my eyes, man. You know what I'm saying? Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and everything like that is the same things that made me change my mind. Wow. I'm like, this is prophetic. Like, this is pro, pro is it prof, pro, prophecy? Whatever the word I'm looking for, man. It's poetic. It's like, this is, how is this going? How is this music playing exactly the same time I'm watching the Buffalo Bills play, dog? You know what I'm saying? And I'm continuing to the Usher lyrics, right? Like, I'm listening to this stuff, right? And then he was like, you know what? You might not understand, right? You know what I'm saying? So you need to sit down. You know what I'm saying, Buffalo? Because this may take a while. I'm like, that's why I'm like, I'm going to explain to your Bills Mafia why this may take a while. You know what I'm saying? In football, we have this saying, man. Just like Usher, like the Buffalo Bills, they remind me of that Usher song. You remind me. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen this game before, man. Because in football, there's this one saying is, no running game means no Super Bowl game. The Buffalo Bills have no running game. And they remind me of a team that I once seen, man. And I've seen this team before plenty of times. A team that's just one-dimensional. A team that's just a passing team. The Buffalo Bills are a passing team, and they're a one-trick pony. And right now, the only thing we're talking about, Josh Allen is MVP. Josh Allen, listen, look at his completion percentage. All this stuff we're looking at. But the Google, what I'm looking at is, I'm like, uh-oh, we have a problem over here. This reminds me of something I've seen before. You remember earlier in the year, there was something in Seattle brewing. There was something called Russ's Cooking. Oh, yeah, it was beautiful. It was in such a catchy lingo, catchy phrase. It was so catchy. Russ even copyrighted the phrase. Russ is cooking. Russ was just throwing the ball everywhere. The Seahawks was a freaking passing team. I even said that. I'm like, whoa, this is not this is not Pete Carroll's. No, this is a passing team. Look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. You guys are like, oh my God, what's wrong with the Steelers now? They're because they are a passing team. They have no running game. Like I told you, there's a saying in this game, dog. No running game means no Super Bowl game, dog. The Buffalo Bills have no running. I don't even know who their running backs are, dog. I don't even know who their running backs are. Who is Zach Moss? What? Zach, if your name is not Randy Moss, you know you're the worst Moss, man. If your name ain't Randy Moss, you, Zach Moss. Zach, if your name is Zach and your last name don't end up with Slater, if your name is Zach Slater, I know you're the worst Zach. Zach, get out of here, man. Who the hell is the other running back? Um, Singletary? Singletary? Bro, if your name ain't Mike Singletary, you know you got the worst Singletary. You know you got the worst Singletary, man. I don't even know what this dude. This is a no name. You know, they are off-brand dudes, man. 
and the bills right now, man, they're masquerading because we think it's cute. Because they, your new kids haven't seen this before. But Buffalo, be very weary, dog. Be very weary. Yeah, this look good, man. It sell tickets. Yes, look right now. The sexiest thing in the world right in the NFL game is Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. It sell tickets, man. But I'm out to make you a really Bills fan and Bills Mafia. Your old school Bills fans know this. Y'all seen this in Buffalo before with this K gun with all that passing. Jim Kelly wide open, just straight passing. We saw what that led. It led to success, but it didn't lead to no Super Bowl. Because the saying always goes, no running game equals no Super Bowl game. And I'm sorry, Buffalo Bills, y'all ain't got no running game, which equals no Super Bowl game. Man, I told y'all, man, we on, we on fire today, man. This show is going to be, we just getting started, man. We got so much to talk about today, man. And if y'all listening and you're traveling, man, y'all better don't go to the airport while you're listening to this because we are on fire. This show is so fire, you're going to get stuck, man. The fire patrol going to come after you, man. You're going to trigger something, dog. Y'all better listen to this in your car or in the privacy of your own residence, dog. <laughs> Monday morning football with the guru, man. Now, I want to go on to the second uh, um, Saturday game because I was chilling, man. After I, after I finished watching the game, right, you know, the good thing about the NFL, they gave us a transition. They gave us like a time, you know, like an hour. I had like an hour just to go get some snacks. So then I'm like, I'm, I was hungry because after I was watching, you know, I'm saying the Buffalo Bills, you know, uh, passing the ball, being a passing team, they got me hungry. So in between the breaks, in between the games, I'm like, you know what, let me go to my fridge. And when I was going in the fridge, you know what I was thinking about? I'm like, I was looking at my fridge. You know, I like cheese. I'm like, let me get some snacks because I don't want nothing major. I just want a snack. So I got some, I sell some cheese. You know what I'm saying? I grew up myself a cheese a few months ago. I'm like, let me go open up my cheese because I like eating cheese. Yes, the guru like eating cheese, dog. And I like eating cheese with my, my toothpick. Yeah, man. I don't mess around with that, man. I pick my cheese up and just bro, mm, and eat that joint, man. Y'all don't know about that joint. But anyways, man, so I was going to my fridge, right? I was looking, I, I, I was going looking, I looking at my fridge, and then I saw my cheese, right? And then, you know, when you open it up, right, and there's a little aroma, right? You like, you know, every man does this, man. I, I, think, I don't know if it's a, it's a man thing. I know that. I do that. I got brothers. It's a man thing. So you smell, you like, you know, I'm like, it'll smell a little bit different because I know I bought it a while. You know, when it was fresh, you don't smell it. But I know I had it in the fridge for a while. You know, I've been eating my cheese, and I've been eating it here and there, portionally. But then it's like, I picked it up, I smelled it. I'm like, hmm, it smell. It don't smell too bad, but the cheese smelled kind of, uh, it, it, it was getting there. It was getting there, but it was there. Then I, you know, I took a little tap, and I, and I tasted it. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's still good. It's still good. So naturally, you know what I did? Like anything else, I looked at the sell, the sell-by date or the expiration date on the label on my cheese. You know what I'm saying? On the label and the expiration of my cheese said January, what, 16th, 2021. And I was like, oh, my gosh. 
Once again, I'm minding my own business, trying to get my snack, and it's just coincidentally, I want to eat some cheese, and then I look at the expiration date, and I'm like, all this remind me of the Green Bay Packers. This whole situation I was going through, it was remind me of the Packers. It's like the Packers are like my cheese in the fridge. You know what I'm saying? When you first bought the cheese, they're fresh. They're good, man. The pack is in September, October. Aaron Rodgers look good. He's doing his discount. Double check. The Packers are everything. They're cute. They're dancing. You know what it is, Aaron Jones. You know, my cheese, it smells good. I'm taking my crackers. I'm dipping my, my toothpick on my cheese. It smells good. But then as it gets older, man, you know, that's, that's a couple weeks later, now, when I go back in the fridge, I smell, I'm like, uh-oh, I'm noticing some, the cheese is deteriorating, man. The cheese is not as fresh as it used to be, man. Don't get it wrong, it's still edible. No, 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 no. It's still very, very good now. I still eat it. The Green Bay Packers, right now, they're still good, man. They're edible. They're, they're the number one seed, man. It looks so good right now. You're like, oh, my God. This cheese is so good. But no, 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 no. You know what? The guru got a good nose, baby. I got this wide nose for a reason, man. This wide-ass black African-American nose. I could say that because my black ass could say that. I could smell everything, and I smell a cheese. I smell a rotten cheese, man. Yeah, man, I ain't got no corona, man. My respiratory system is good, man. Trust me. I took the test. They put all that tube in my nose. I cleared up, man. Look, I could smell everything, dog. And I could smell a, a dirty expired cheese through a jar. And I'm looking at the Green Bay Packers playing the Carolina Panthers, man. You know, the Green Bay Packers, one of the best front-running teams. They jumped ahead of the Carolina Panthers. Jump the head like what they do, like fresh cheese. And then as the game progressed, just like cheese that stays in your refrigerator, it deteriorates. It starts exposing. It starts smelling. It starts leaving traces of smell and stink. You know what I'm saying? They're not expired. It's still good. You know, you can still eat it. you like, you know what? But you smell it first, though. The Green Bay Packers is starting to smell, man. They starting to smell, man. Yes, they're not expired yet. Yes, the sell date says January, January what, 16, 2021. And right now, what are we at? December 21st. Yes, as of right now, the cheese is fresh. But just remember, like every dairy product, <laughs> every soft dairy product, just like the Green Bay Packers, they have an expiration date and a sell-by date. And January 16th is the second round of the NFL playoff. And that day will be when the Green Bay Packers will be sell-by and will be expired. I'm sorry, Packers fan. And we all know what happens when you eat expired cheese. You get sick. After January 16th, Packers fan, if you consume any more cheese after that day, it's just spoiled rotten cheese, and you will get sick. And you will get sick of watching your other teams play and not your team. Mm, 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 mm. Man, we are hitting some bangers today, man.
man, y'all got to stay with us. After the break, you know, I have a break coming up a little bit. I want to tell y'all about a few NFL quarterbacks right now. If you um, three or four quarterbacks right now that are just not only playing for their future to even be a starter, but <coughs> excuse me, but they're playing for a future to be a backup in this league or even a future to even stay in this league, man. And I'm going to explain to y'all in a, in a little bit, man, right after this break. This is Monday Morning Football with the Guru. You are listening to Monday Morning Football with the Guru. For more sports content, visit youtube.com slash world of sports network yes sir yes sir yes sir man welcome back i miss y'all man that was a good break right there once again y'all on the podcast you're listening you know if you're listening on spotify or everywhere you're listening to this podcast appreciate the love and once again merry christmas man and you guys on youtube you guys know the drill you know hit that button that that bell that Hit that bell, dog. You know what I'm saying? So now let's 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 transition real quick. I want to talk about the Jets and the Rams, man. You know what I'm saying? The the New York football Jets are not owing whatever no more. They probably got the biggest upset, the upset of the of the football season. It might be the best, the upset of the year, to be honest with you, man. Or oh, 17 points, dog. To the uh, to the lonely um, to the Los Angeles Rams, the all hype Los Angeles Rams. We know we know who they are. If you've been listening to my content, you know how I feel about the the Rams. But I'm not even going to talk about the Rams portion of it. I want to focus on the Jets situation right here because what's happening right now is with this scenario, the Jets in they're in a situation where they got to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? And in every decision, man, you make in life. You know what I'm saying? There's always an example. That's one thing about life, man. There's always an example because nobody's done it. You know, nobody, they, they say, well, I'm a trailblazer. This and that. Man, everybody's done everything, man. Trust me, man. They might not have been successful at it or as successful, but trust me, man. Somebody have tried it. Someone have tried it. That's just what it is, man. So the decision, the Jets, Joe Douglas, and the whole organization, they, they got to make now is, are they going to get draft a quarterback? Oh, they're going to keep Sam Donald. You know what I'm saying? My man, Sammy, man. Sammy Donald. Sammy the ghost, I like to call him, man. <laughs> Sammy the ghost. So, speaking of example, it was so funny. Right? When I was watching uh, watching this game, it's kind of ironic because the Rams were actually in the same situation the Jets are at, and the Rams made a different decision. Let me tell you what it was, man. Jared Goff remind me of the same situation of Sam Donald. So Jared Goff started his career with, uh, with, with Jeff Fisher. Y'all remember Jeff Fisher? He was the Adam Gates before Adam Gates. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Fisher, the laughing star, the guy who was just a, a horrible coach, just a horrible, horrible coach, just like Adam Gates, man. You know what I'm saying? Not as bad as Adam Gates. Let me take that back. I'm sorry, Jeff Fisher. My bad, homie. You went to the Super Bowl, though. You did something. My bad, home dog. My bad. But he was still bad. Put it like this. You know what I'm saying? He was still bad. It was a good comparison. You know what I'm saying? Green apple, red apple. Still apples. Still apples. All right? So, and this reminds me, like, you said Sam Donald now. And guess what happened? Obviously, Jeff Fisher got fired. You know what I'm saying? Jeff Fisher got fired. And then, under Jeff Fisher, that boy Jared Goff, I mean, he looked like he never threw a, a ball in his life. Like, he never played football ever. This dude's... Stunk, man. 
This dude stunk. But you know what the Rams' decision they made? They got rid of Jeff Fisher, and they kept their quarterback. They kept Jeff, um, um, Jared Goff, and they brought in a new coaching staff. A new coaching staff. And guess what that new coaching staff did? Man, that was a hit for Jared Goff. Man, that coaching staff came and took Jared, and they leveled Jared Goff up, man. His, his, I mean, that enhances his, 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 his strength and limit his deficiency because they have a coaching staff that know how to coach, that know how to coach and develop players. So you saw that. But now, fast forward to the Rams right now with Jared Goff. If you look at the Rams, what is the biggest weakness of the Los Angeles Rams football team? It's Jared Goff. The decision they made to stick with Jared Goff right now is the same situation the New York football Jets are in right now, bro. Because it's a decision that's going to be made. Because we all know Adam Gates finna get fired just like um, Fisher, just like Jeff Fisher. He finna go get fired. We all know they're going to bring a new coach and they're going to bring a new offensive guy coach in just because they got a quarterback. Like they got they a young quarterback. It could be because they might want to rebuild Sam Donald. Sam got talent. Trust me, I like Sammy the Ghost. I love Sammy the Ghost. I think Sammy got talent, man. I think he got real good talent. You know, but at the end of the day, when you get a new coach and you decide Joe Douglas so if you want to keep Sam Donald, are you going to be the Los Angeles Rams two, three years later down the line? Oh, yeah. You could bring a, 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 a Brian Dable. You could bring a Arthur Smith. You could bring anybody, your Lincoln Riley. You could bring any offensive guru. You could bring all that, just like the Los Angeles Rams did with Sean McVay and company. Yes, you might even go to the Super Bowl. But at the end of the day, Years down the line, when you look at the Los Angeles Rams right now, roster for roster, you're like, man, what is our weakest link on this team? What is really in hindering us for being or what we want to be and taking us to what we want to be? And I think even they would tell you it's Jared Goff because he's not that dynamic. So, Joe Douglas, you're going to be put in this situation, bro. You could choose – to retain Sam Donald with a new quarterback, with a new coach, I mean. Or you could go get the new thing. You know who did it? You know who? And when go get the new thing? The Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals went to go got the new thing. They had Josh Rosen. And they had Steve Wilkes. It was the same situation. It wasn't working out. Similar scenario. Just like what the Rams did. But you know what Arizona did? You know what Arizona did? I was different from the Rams, man. Arizona got rid of the quarterback. Arizona took that chance and got rid of the quarterback, and they got themselves Kyler Murray. And look at where it's at right now. And right now, from December um, 21st, 2020, I don't care what y'all tell me. You look at the trajectory between the Rams and the Cardinals. And you look at the quarterback, who would you all have right now? If you're the GM right now, if you had to choose between Jared Goff and Kyler Murray, I guarantee you, dog, if your last name is not Goff, I guarantee you, you'll pick Kyler Murray.
I guarantee you, unless your last name is Goff, you will pick Kyler Murray, man. Joe Douglas, I'm telling y'all, you have a decision to make. And like life, you always have an example. Now, you could use the Rams' example. Look at them. Flashy. Hey, they went to the Super Bowl. They came short. Yeah, but at least they went with Jared Goff. That's, that looked good. Yeah. Or you could build a program like Arizona. Look what they're doing. And look at their trajectory. As of today, uh, this Monday, I really, really love to be more of an Arizona Cardinals fan than a Los Angeles Rams fan. Joe Douglas, be very weary of the decision you're going to make. Another decision you got to be weary you got to make, man. I want to transition to the Chiefs versus the, the New Orleans Saints ballgame, bro. You know what I mean? I be always talking about the New Orleans Saints. If you all know this content, I, I've i been calling out the Saints card because I see what it is. And I got to explain to you. When I was watching the Chiefs and Saints game, I got to explain certain things to you guys, man. You know, y'all young millennial might not know. This game reminded me of a, a, a this term, Coyote Ugly. All right? If you all don't know what Coyote Ugly is, man, I'm going to give you all a definition from the, from the Urban Dictionary, right? You know what I'm saying? Coyote Ugly is... It's a slang used for a one-night stand with a partner, but after you regret because the partner is on a, unattractive. That is the meaning of the coyote ugly. It's basically a slang word for you had a one-night stand, and you got tricked. You got a one-night stand, and you're like, oh, man, this girl is bad. She this, She's so amazing. You know what I'm saying? And then you woke up. You look at her, you look at her, you like, what in the hell just you? This is some coyote ugly shit, bruh. The New Orleans Saints are coyote ugly, man. They look good, man, when you go out. You look at the New Orleans Saints, man, they're that girl, man. I'm talking about, they got the high heels, dog. You know what I'm saying? They buff up their titties, dog. I'm talking about, they perk that chest up. They, they, you know how they stand? You know how them females be standing with them high heels so they have their buttocks curved? Yeah, the New Orleans Saints just curving all that. They look good, man. You got Alvin Kamara, AK-41. Man, it's a bunch of baloney. Michael, T hey, the New Orleans Saints is coyote ugly, man. And I'm telling you, I got to let you all know about that. They fool y'all, man. They are fake. They are fool, man. It's like wearing fake clothes, man. Do New Orleans since they, they're like department stores, man. They're not the high-end shop. They try to fool you, man. Trust me, I know. You know what I'm saying? They shop out Marshalls and Ross, man. It looks like they got a polo sign, but no. The back of the tag says Polo Club, man. The back of the tag says Polo USA. That joint didn't say Ralph Lauren. Heck no, man. There's a difference between Polo and the Polo Club. There's a difference between Alvin Kamara, AK-41. Yeah, he's that, but he's not Christian McCaffrey. He's not the real deal, Holyfield, man. Yeah, he cute. Yes, Alvin Kamara, he's a fake-ass Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's high-end. Alvin Kamara, he's the one, the guy, he's the type of guy you got at Ross and Marshall. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You still look good, dawg. Trust me, dawg. You can still pop that collar. Michael Thomas, who had you fallen? 
You are, you are just a, a modern-day big slot receiver, dog. You are a slow slot receiver. That's what you are. You are Jarvis Landry. You are a high-volume receiver. You are slower than molasses. You are fake, dog. You're not going to fool me. You're not high-end. You're not high-end. You are Aeropostale. You're just, you're not high-end. You're the department stores, man. You, 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 you are, I don't even know no departments. I'm trying to imagine, man. Macy's or something, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. But there's levels to this, man. There's different in price tag, dog. The New Orleans has been faking cats for the last couple years, and I've been trying to call them out. Call them out like a coyote ugly girl, man. It's like, it's like Friday night. You heard Drake when he came out with that song. You fancy, girl. You fancy. It's Friday night. This is what the New Orleans Saints do on Friday nights. That's what they do. They get all done up, baby. You know what I'm saying? They go to the gym the whole week. They probably starve themselves. They don't eat. So they lose a couple of pounds. You know what I'm saying? So they can fit in that dress. Friday night, New Orleans Saints. They're putting that makeup on. They're like, oh, yeah. They don't even got real hair. They put that weave to fool you, man. That Christina Aguilera, dog. You know what I'm saying? Some Kim Kardashian stuff, just fake. They're so fake. They fool everyone. Look at Kim Kardashian. He fooling all the brothers, man. If you did, they just fool you. That fake ass and titties is like a black man magnet. The New Orleans Saints, dog, they got an old quarterback, you know what I'm saying, an athletic running back, you know what I'm saying, a couple of, a, a good DB. It's like they are the media magnet. You know what I'm saying, just like a girl with a fat ass and nice titties, man, it's a media magnet. But we call that a coyote ugly because when you wake up the next morning, guess what you see, man? The New Orleans Saints, after they go out on the night and you wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, my God, what the hell just happened here? You better go put that makeup back on, girl. Hey, New Orleans, hey, y'all better go put that makeup back on, man, because y'all just got exposed, man. Y'all been getting exposed, dog. <laughs> y'all better go get that mascara back on, man, because it's bleeding. That mascara is bleeding, dog. <laughs> Oh, man, I got to stop it. The Saints fan going to kill me, man. You know what? Something's fake, man. You put it through it. When you put it something next to something real, you like, man, that's so fraud. That's so fraud, man. You put that joint next to the, 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 the Kansas City Chiefs. You like, man, y'all are so fraud, man. That's so cute, man. It's all good. Y'all step up to that level, man. When y'all could afford that back and count, step up to that level. Damn marching saints, all fake ass, coyote ugly ass. Got me going out there, wasting my money at the club, buying you drinks, and I wake up next morning. I'm like, oh, shit. If I would have known, I would have stick my ass home, man. <laughs> That's how the, the Saints fan know. They all get, always get disappointed doing a play. They wake up, they're like, damn, man, if I would have known, man, I should have been a damn Cowboys fan. <laughs> I'm rolling, I'm joking, I'm joking, dog. Not really, but I am. Dog, I told you, we got a crazy show today, man. If you're all at the airport traveling, I know it's the holiday season, man. Y'all better turn the volume down on that headphones, bro. Because the fire, they might call the fire department because we are on fire. <laughs> I know y'all are like, some people are like, that's corny. Some people are like, that's dope. Hey, the people that says dope, I rock with y'all, dog. <laughs> 
everybody if you also rock with me y'all know the drill man hit that subscribe button and hey i want to hear some comment man i'm talking to you all y'all write something down man i always reply man like i said so real quick i want to transition to this thing real quick man uh there's a certain there's about a there's a few quarterbacks right now you know young quarterbacks that are starting right now and they, they're really what they're really doing right now is they're auditioning all right, they're auditioning to fit into three categories. There's three categories these guys are going to be in. Category number one, you know what I'm saying? It's a starting backup quarterback. You know, you're like, what do you mean a starting backup quarterback? What does that mean? No, there's backup quarterbacks in the league that are starters, that starts. You know, examples such a guys like uh, Ryan Fitzmagic. He's a starting backup quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Because he he's a backup, but somehow he plays. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, those guys, those are starting backup quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? They could start, and they could be bridge guys for you, and when they bring other guys in, they could be those guys. Those are what I call the starting backup quarterbacks. And then you guys, guys, who are backup quarterbacks, like backup forever. They're just backups. You know what I'm saying? They will never even be bridge guys. They're just backups. You know what I'm saying? Like a Chase Daniels. You know what I'm saying? Guys like that, he ain't never going. He's just a backup. You know what I'm saying? Those guys is just just they're forever backup. They're there just to help young quarterbacks do what they do. That's what they are. And then you got the last team, the last uh, um, type of guys, the guys that you know don't make the second contract. They they're out the league guys. You know what I'm saying? Out the league guys. So now y'all know the three categories. So now the guys I, I want to talk about is my guy, guy number one, Mitch Trubisky. You know what I'm saying? The the Bears quarterback, and I want to also talk about Dwayne Haskins. The Washington football team quarterback. I want to talk about Jalen Hurts, the, the the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback who's looking very good. And I also talk about Marcus Mariota, you know, just to throw it out there, who played and really looked good, man. So now, first name, Mitch Trubisky. My man, Money Mitch. I love me some Money Mitch because Mitch always make the guru without money, baby. So... What I like about what 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 does Mr. Trubisky, how does he fit in this category? Me personally, what Mr. Trubisky is doing, especially the last couple of games after he's became a starter. After he's coming started, they got a winning streak right now. Right now, they're still vying for the playoff spot. And Mitch is looking good, man. So Rich Mitch is fitting that category as a starting backup quarterback. Mitch Trubisky is right now moving to that category as a starting backup. You're going to see Mitch Kubisky, his career, he's going to be one of those guys, those fits magic. Those guys that just come in, you know what I'm saying, for, for, for maybe two or three, four or five, six games or something. The Teddy Bridgewater, you know what I'm saying? He might be one of those bridge guys, might just, he might go to a team, you know, that's, that's, going to, that's, tanking for, uh, that's tanking for a new draft, for a new quarterback, something to that nature. That's what Mitch Trubisky is doing right now, man. And that's good. You could get checks. It's longevity. You could stay in the league a very long time, man. A very long time. And Mitch Trubisky, that is your future, man. And now, next, Dwayne Haskins. How, which, where does he fit in this category? Oh, man. Dwayne Haskins is horrible, man. Dwayne Haskins is, I mean, Dwayne Haskins looked like a deer in the headlight. He's looking like a, a Nathan Peterman type, guys. I mean, he's a turnover machine. He just, it's just something don't look right. You know what I'm saying? You know where something don't look right. Like, let's just, we all have that. We're human beings. Like, you just walk in a building or walking somewhere or you see something, you're like, eh, 
something is off. It don't look right, but you really can't put your finger on it, but you know it don't look right. That's Dwayne Haskins. And to me, he's going to be in that category like a Paxton Lynch. You know what I'm saying? The quarterback that's, that's going to be out the league. You know what I'm saying? Those, those The Paxton Lynches, those, those, you got guys like that, man. The Josh Rosens. That's guys like that. That look like the future of Dwayne Haskins, man. You know what I mean? And now I want to talk about what? Jalen Hurts. After that great game against the Arizona Cardinals, man. Jalen Hurts, man. What? One and one as he started. He looks like fresh leg. He looks like a definitely an upgrade over uh, over Carson Wentz. So what I love about this kid, he's a winner. You know? And one definition of a backup starter is you got to be a winner. You got to be a team guy. You got to be selfless, man. And right now, Jalen Hurts, he's definitely, he remind me of Teddy Bridgewater. I'm telling you right now, he he's a starting backup quarterback in this league. Jalen Hurts is Teddy Bridgewater before the knee injury, man. He's going to make the, the, the smart play, high IQ guy, man, a great locker room guy, just a guy you want to have around, man. Just a guy you want to have around. That's why guys like Teddy Bridgewater get situations like they get in. Guys like Ryan Fitzpatrick get situations like they get in, man. Jalen Hurts is in that same mode, man. He's in that same mode. He's a starting backup quarterback, meaning he's going to be a backup quarterback that's going to be more of like a bridge backup quarterback. In a perfect situation, he might even have a successful season. Trust me. He might have a successful season putting their back in a good situation. Like a Case Keenan. There's a lot of guys that have good careers being a backup starting quarterback. And obviously, you have guys who are just straight up backup. They're like the Blake Bortles. Guys that will never be a quarterback again. They're just backup. They're just there. They're going to slowly be there and fizzle out. You know, the Mason Rudolphs. Never going to be playing again. Guys like that. You know, and then obviously you have the Dwayne Haskins, who I consider more like the Josh Rosen and guys like that. I don't think he's going to be in the league to make a second contract and go on and go on. He's going to be one of those guys that's slowly going to fade, man. I just don't see it, man. Well, what category is Marcus Mariota? Really, he already has the opportunity to be a starting backup. Marcus Mariota is going to be a backup backup. I know a lot of people are like, oh, what could he do? No, no, no. He's exactly what he is. You saw Derek Carr got hurt. He can't. He's a backup backup. And I think that would supplant. And, it, and there's nothing wrong with that. He's going to have a long career being a backup backup, man. Before I get back on a little quick break real quick, because, you know, we got to pay that bills. We got to pay that bills. I'm going to talk about the Buccaneers and, um, and Tom Brady and the Falcons, dog. All right? So, one thing about life, as I'm as I'm maturing in life, man, this this beautiful journey in life, uh, what you learn certain things, man. You learn certain things. And watching one thing I've learned about in life is excellence. Excellence has no boundary. You know what I'm saying? Excellence travel. Excellence is everywhere. Tom Brady is a walking excellence. When you're excellent. And you're put in an environment. You know what you do? You enhance that environment. Because you're excellent, you don't go down to fit that environment. No, you upgrade that environment. That's what excellence do. Wherever you go, excellent is just not stationary. You're not just excellent just in one place. 
If you're excellent, you're going to be excellent everywhere. That's just what it is, man. I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. I'm like, dude, Tom Brady have changed the whole mindset of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because he's excellent. I'm like, this is the same bucket. They're going to the playoff, dog. Like, let's just be real. If Tom Brady didn't sign with Tampa Bay this offseason, we won't be thinking about Tampa Bay off a team of excellent, off a team that has abilities to go far. We won't look at a team like that. But yet, once excellent left New England, once excellent took that drive on I-95 South, man, you know what I'm saying? You know them snowbird. When you get old, you become a snowbird, man. Once excellent went down south, you know what happened? Down south became excellent. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, oh, they're 10-win team, bro. Like, I'm like, I'm sitting here like, oh my God, are we just, I know I talk about Brady Noodles, arms, this and that, but this dude just took this organization from nothing to credibility, dog. From having little, minuscule credibility to having major credibility and having a big-time brand all of a sudden. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a brand all of a sudden because you have excellence. Excellent travels and he has no boundaries. Look at LeBron James. Look at LeBron James and in the NBA, wherever LeBron James go, because he's excellent, wherever he goes, guess what? He brings excellence. And he enhances you. He brings you up. He builds you, man. Because excellent, we don't matter where they go, they bring it. You could be just like a great CEO. You could be CEO of a plumbing, of a plumbing company. You could be CEO of a tech company. It don't matter if you're an excellent CEO. It don't matter what kind of business you're in or organization. You will be an excellent CEO. And Tom Brady is the perfect example of that. Tom Brady was excellent in New England. And the Patriots were excellent. He came to Tampa Bay. A mediocre team. And now we look at Tampa Bay with an eye of excellence. Because excellence has no boundaries. You are listening to Monday Morning Football with the Guru. For more sports content, visit youtube.com slash world of sports network. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, I, I told you, man, I like my Japanese homie. I'd be like, yes, sir. He'd be like, Guru, why do you always say, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir? I'm like, bro, I don't be saying it like that. You give me a stomach kick. I'd be like, yes, sir, yes, sir. You know, I'm African. So it's more like it comes from the, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, <laughs> anyways, welcome back, man. So I want to talk about the South, baby. Now, I want to talk about the AFC, and I want to talk about the scariest team because we're, 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 we're dwelling down. And right now, it's like the boogeyman. I've seen, like, the three scary teams in the AFC, bro. Oh, my goodness. If I was the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm going to tell you as a Chiefs fan, this is right now, y'all better listen up because there's three teams right now that I'll be very weary of, and they're from the south and the north, man. 
You know what I'm saying? The Indianapolis Colts, the Tennessee Titans, the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, these three teams, man, they have that recipe. They have the recipe it takes to go to the to play in the big game, man. They're like, Guru, what you mean they have the recipe? What you cooking on? What, what's going on, Guru? There's this saying, man. You know me. I know sayings. I'm all about this saying, man. In this football world, we have this saying. It says, running game takes you to the Super Bowl game. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There's also another saying that tells you no running game takes you to no Super Bowl game. But there's also a saying that says running game takes you to the Super Bowl games. And I'm telling you right now in the AFC, these three teams, nobody's doing it better than this team, dog. I'm talking about the Colts, the Titans, and the Ravens. Ain't nobody doing that recipe better. Ain't nobody cooking better. And I, if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, bro, I don't want to play any of those teams, man, because I'll be very weary. I'll be very weary, man. The Indianapolis Colts, look how they're built. A, a very, very diverse offensive line. Very good with their skill set. Run, pass, block. Everything you could do, they could move. They could do screen. They're a complete offensive line. A ragey, shavy, cagey uh, veteran. You know what I'm saying? Phillip Rivers. A young legs, young fresh leg in Jonathan Taylor and Nehemiah Hines. Like those guys are young, fresh legs, man. And they like to run the ball. And they got a great coaching staff and a great organization. I'm talking about from top down, man. From top down, they are solid, dog. They are solid. And they are button down organization. They don't beat themselves. And they love each other, man. You know what I'm saying? For it, for, for for a team like the Kansas City Chiefs to lose, you better have a, you better have a team that love each other, dog. Because I know one thing, the Chiefs love each other, man. And you can clearly see that. The Tennessee Titans got the ultimate weapon. Like I told you all before, to take down the king, it takes a king to take down the king. And the Tennessee Titans got the king of all kings. They got King Henry on their squad. And ain't nobody, ain't nobody, hey, do it better. Hey, ain't nobody. Run the ball better than King Henry, dog. Especially on December and de January, dog. Kansas City Chiefs, man. I'm telling you, I, the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm giving you all the team. Y'all should be very weary of, man. King Henry and the Titans. Remember the Titans, dog. This is the same team that went to the NFC AFC Championship game. Y'all know the motto. A running game takes you to the Super Bowl game, baby. And ain't nobody run this game better than King Mother Effin Henry. And then the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, we all know the Ravens now. See, this is what I like about the Ravens right now, man. The Ravens are laying low-key, man. They're not in the spotlight. They ain't like the other previous Ravens. With Lamar being the MVP, the Darlings. You know what I'm saying? The Ravens actually going through adversity throughout the season. I love that. Because now the Lamar has developed adversity tolerance. Adversity. They ain't no 13 and 3. They ain't winning 12, 13 straight game blowing our teams. Nah, homie. They got to earn that. They ain't going to no post game talking about big draws. 
Big trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, Slim. No trust. But you know what I always trust? It's Lamar Jackson and his legs, dog. I trust that. I don't care what. I trust that. Because you know what? There's a saying in football, especially when it comes to the foot and the playoff, dog. It says, no running game, no Super Bowl game. Running game means Super Bowl game. And ain't nobody in football. Ain't nobody is more explosive and who has the ball in his hand and could run the ball at the quarterback position than Lamar Jackson that ever played this game, bro. I'm talking about those are the three recipe that I'm telling you. I'm watching Kansas City. I like what y'all are cooking over there, but I know what y'all are allergic to. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, Kansas City. The Google know what you're allergic to. And y'all are allergic to a team that likes to run the ball and likes to feed you a freaking dose of straight man, man action. Pause. I don't sound right, but y'all know what I mean. <laughs> oh, man, the scariest team in the AFCs, man. I'm telling y'all, I'm really thinking one of these three teams is going to go to the Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to be the Chiefs this year. I love me the Chiefs, don't get it wrong, but they got it. I told you from last episode, they remind me of the Golden State Warriors, the 73 and 9 team or whatever. So they remind me of, man. And I'm going to have to remind you all real quick, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to remind you guys like Monday Morning Football every Monday. Every Monday we're on uh, uh, the audio version and any podcast platform you guys are listening to, man. From Google to Spotify to Apple, uh, whichever pop, uh, popular podcast platform, just search Monday Morning Football with the Google. And obviously on YouTube. Remember, every Monday morning, search YouTube, World of Sports Network, Monday Morning Football. Y'all know the drill. And yeah, you get this every Monday, man. Serve that Monday pill. And I want to talk about the home team. The home team. I know this was a, this was tough for me, man, because I had two home teams, two home teams. Because my Seahawks, my local team, where I am right now, where I pay my bills, dog. You know what I'm saying? Going against my team where I got all my education that taught me this game of football. Yes. You know what I'm saying? My Washington football team. Oh, man. Back at the DMV, man. But you know what? Hey. Just like anything in his life, I ain't never forgot where I came from. I never forgot. But you know what? I like where I'm at now, damn it. You know why? Because if I ain't like it, I'll be where I came from. But I'm not there no more. So I'm right where I'm at. So what that means, I'm with the winning circle with the Seahawks, man. I'm sorry. I still bleed. I still bleed. Burgundy and gold, man. HTTR all day. Y'all know the drill, man. But at the end of the day, the Seahawks are the scariest team in the NFC. The scariest team in the NFC. And I'm telling y'all, man, it's y'all like guru. You're such a homer. Yes, I am a homer. I love me the Simpsons. Yes, I dope. Yes, I'm a homer. Dope. Call me what you want to call me. The Seahawks are going to the Super Bowl. And I'm going to call y'all who call me crazy all y'all want till it happens. And you know what? That's why they call me the G to the U to the R to the U. Because at one point, they call me crazy, Holmes. And then all of a sudden, they're like, damn, 
everything this crazy mofo say be coming through. He ain't crazy. He's just a guru. Yes, and the Seahawks. Let me tell you what makes him so top tier, man. They have a MVP caliber, Hall of Fame caliber. I mean, they have an all-everything world quarterback that could do it all. High IQ, high high everything. They have a coach that's been there, done that. We know that. You know what I'm saying? And now what they're doing, they developed that defense. They've developed that identity. We look at that with the with the addition of Carlos Dunlap. You know what I'm saying? With Jamal Adams, you see the program development. That's one thing I love about us. It's about that development, dog. The defense is stepping up. All the guys that's coming back from injuries, man. You're going to see my man Dunbar, Quentin coming back. You see Griffin with the picks. You see my man Quandre Driggs. Bro, the, C the Seahawks are deep, dog. They are deep, and y'all don't even know it, man, because we all the way out here in the PN dub, baby, because we chilling low. We sitting low, man, but yo, I'm tired of telling y'all this. Y'all take this to the bank. They see us are going to the Super Bowl, man, and they got a running team. In the AFC, think about the AFC. I mean, I'm sorry. Think about the NFC, dog. Think about all the de deficiencies of the NFC. You look at the New Orleans Saints. I've been telling you all about them. They're coyote ugly, man. They're one-night stand. I ain't worried about the New Orleans Saints, man. Drew Brees can't throw anything past the first down, man. His arms is about to die. You know what I'm saying? And you talk about freaking um, the cheese head. Come on, man. January 16, 2021 is when the expiration date, dog. We know they got an expiration date because they're starting to smell, man. You know the gook who smell a rotten cheese, dog. I could smell a rotten cheese a month away, man. <laughs> and the Seahawks with, with, with the ability to run the ball with Chris Carson. And with, with now with, with the addition of Josh Gordon coming back. I mean, they got ample weapons. I didn't even mention DK Metcalf. Like, come on, bro. And they got leadership. They got guys, guys, self-made guys on defense. Guys that's proud, man. Professionals. I'm telling y'all, man. Y'all might be like the guru. The guru is Homer. He's Homer Simpson. He's always, yes, I love me the Simpson. Yes. Dope. Call me what you want to call me, dog. But I know one thing. Don't call me crazy. Because when that crazy happens, then you call me the G to the U to the R to the U, man. And this has been Monday Morning Football with the Guru. Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all know the drill. Like this. Love this. Share this. And I am out.